everyone's an important piece of the puzzle and has a role to play. When you're on God's team, no one sits on the bench. On God's team, there is no bench. Yay! Welcome! I am so excited to be with you today. I hope you all had an amazing 4th of July. We did. We had friends and family over. We had such an incredible time. We uh, did fireworks. We had great food. And we talked about how incredible our country is and what an awesome time to be alive. If you are new to Flyover Conservatives, our slogan is, wake up, speak up, and show up. We all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. And what we've learned over these last couple of years, what we really need is 80 million of us doing one thing every single day to save our own country. And I am so thankful to the the three ladies that helped to put this show together. They put in a lot of time, a lot of prayer. They're listening to a lot of the prophetic to help me put this show together. So thank you so much to Denise Brewer. Tammy Wagner and Terry Strange, thank you so much for all of your time that you put in to help to make, to make this show possible. We are so thankful for that. I also want to do a shout out to Mike Lindell. Thank you so much, Mike, for helping to sponsor this show. When you go to MyPillow.com and use promo code FLYOVER, you get up to 66% off. They have some incredible sales right now. So two of my very favorite things that we have are the Giza sheets and the slippers. So I want to highlight those things right now. The Giza sheets right now are are on sale for as low as $29.98 when you use the promo code FLYOVER. I mean, that is such an incredible deal that they have right now on the Giza sheets. If you have not used them, they're the ones that when I put them on our bed, um, I wash them and put them back on our bed because they are so incredible. I don't want to go with any other sheets. And then the other thing I wanted to highlight were the slippers. The slippers are uh, right now $25, and they have come out with some new colors. They have some blue ones right now that Avery was eyeing this morning. She's like, they have blue slippers. That's her very favorite color. So they have blue slippers, and they have gray slippers, and and some brown slippers that we've never seen before. So when you check out the moccasins uh, right now, they're $25. Check out the blue. And then they have the, the brown, which we've never seen before either. So it's exciting. So $25 for the slippers. That is a heck of a deal. You need multiple pairs. We're getting multiple as well. So use promo code FLYOVER. We really appreciate it. It helps you. It helps us. And it helps Mike Lindell um, to help to save this country. So we are so thankful for everything that you're doing um, in this fight right now. There's four things we always say right now. The first thing is, this is the best time to be alive. We were born for such a time as this, not 100 years ago, uh, not 100 years from now. We are alive right now. And you're going to be hearing about that uh, in a very powerful message from Tim Sheets today from Oasis Church. Uh, I cannot wait for you all to hear it. Next thing is, President Trump will be back. There's some prophetic things that are pretty powerful by Amanda Grace today that she's talking about. um, And I think it has to do with President Trump. There were also very powerful things by Hank Kuhneman uh, that talk about President Trump. Man, exciting. They're saying that he's going to be back. This was a prophetic word that went back 2007 by Kim Clement talking about two terms uh, for President Trump. And uh, so we're excited to see that come to fruition. Next thing is there is a billion soul harvest, a billion people coming to know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. It's not about a pastor standing in front of a church. It's about the body of Christ going out and sharing the good news. We're going to see things of biblical proportion, things we only read about in the Bible. We're going to experience in our lifetime. And then finally, a transference of wealth from the wicked to the righteous. I'm just praying, God, let me be a vessel that this money flows through, that we're going to bring your kingdom to earth. Imagine when we are partnering with the creator of the universe, what we're going to do with this money. We already saw 
what they were able to do when they were partnering with Satan. But man, imagine when we, we when we partner with God with the finances, and it's coming. We are hearing about it, transference of wealth. So just be prepared, be a vessel that this money flows through and not a kink in the hose to what God's trying to do right now during this time. Okay, you guys, I'm so excited about this show today. Uh, there are so many things. As I was looking through uh, my notes as we were uh, getting ready to start. I mean, I am blown away with what God's doing. He is talking right now, and he's saying very similar things through all of the prophets. So in fact, I couldn't use one again this week because there was just too much, but I will definitely highlight that person. So let's start with Amanda Grace. So Amanda Grace was given this prophetic word on July the 1st of 2023, She delivered it on July the 3rd of 2023. It is very powerful. You're going to want to have a piece of paper um, ready because there's some things that I think are critical to what's happening right now and how we're supposed to be praying. So check this out. It starts out with the Lord talking to me about something, and then it goes into the Word. So you're going to see the part where that stops and it goes right into the Word. And this is how it begins. He starts talking to me about the GPS on our phones, which I find interesting because the Lord will use certain things that we are familiar with many times to try to teach us something he wants us to understand. And so this is what he says about this. The GPS on our phones. He's he's talking to me and I'm just I'm translating it this way. We have a tendency to listen to the GPS and do what it says. When it tells us to make a turn, we make a turn. When it tells us to merge, we merge. Although Chris many a times has enjoyed trying to argue with the GPS while we have been in the car, which has been a strange position for me to be in, for the most part, it gives a route and we follow it. And if we miss a turn, the GPS says, what does it say? Rerouting and reroutes us to get to the same destination, although it may make our trip longer. We have tendencies to trust the judgment of the GPS over the directions of Almighty God, who sees all capital things, every obstacle, every challenge, every event, and can navigate navigate us accordingly. And if we take a wrong turn, make a wrong choice, go down the wrong road, the Lord will reroute us. And we may have to go a different way to get to the same destination, though it may take a little longer, we will still reach it. This nation of America took a wrong turn, a very, that's capitalized, wrong turn from its founding foundations. And now the Lord thy God is rerouting this nation. He has to now take it a different direction than before to reach the destination at hand. And it is taking a little longer because we must go a different way. That has more turns than before. And it is his capital navigation that will ultimately bring us to the appointed time and events he, that's capitalized, has set. No matter the detours and roadblocks, man and their babbles, their empires, the work of their hands have built, the Lord knows how to navigate around such and not allow it to block the journey. And we, as his, that's capitalized, children, must listen to this navigation. We must be diligent in hearing, sober-minded and vigilant in actually doing and implementing the instruction he is giving. Because some of it over the next year and a half will not make sense to the natural eye. The turns, the events, the circumstances, the rerouting will not, that's capitalized, make sense in the natural. However, if you seek the Lord for the course in the spirit, 
to see the map and the and the route in the spirit or route, you will understand what others do not. You will be able to explain beyond what others are limited in. The Lord desires to pour that out onto his capital people leading up to this November as the Jewish feasts and the high holy days will give much that's capitalized definition to such a course. It will be a defining moment in Israel and their course for that upcoming year. And it will define and structure the course for America and whom shall step forward to lead for a Jehu shall come before looking like a bit of a madman, however, is anointed by God to tear down what the hands of seducing spirits and those who encourage the idolatry of Baal have built through the work of the hands of one woman and one man. The foundation beneath shall be challenged by this Jehu and his fierce driving shall be recognized as he convinces under the anointing of God those around such individuals to turn on them and finally throw them down. The deep waters that have hidden much, there shall be a depressurization and what has been suppressed in the shadowy depth shall like buoys forcefully come to the surface and make a spectacle. The FISA court shall resurface yet again and come back into the equation for there have been bribes and petitions made recently to try to extend sticky webs to the sons and their spouses and those to be. For I, the Lord thy God, am calling the worm from the dark hole, a large worm that is burrowed in the dark, a particular trip that connects to Saudi Arabia, the departments deep within the Pentagon and justice. This chip shall surface that ties Saudi money and intelligence to the higher seats of the U.S. government, including a garland, says the Lord, and their right hand, says the Lord of hosts. And says the spirit of the Lord this day. The trans, now this is interesting, the trans that is migrated to the churches that wants to swim in the mainstream, that's capitalized, shall cause rants, that's capitalized. Now, trans rewritten is the word rants. It's the, it's the same amount of letters. It's the same letters. It's the same name rewritten. Shall cause rants from such a spirit to become louder and outbreak disease in the church for opening such a door they have that's capitalized open that door willfully in the name of tolerance that's capitalized says the lord now this is all capitals you do not tolerate the sin you purge it says the lord my son yeshua loved humanity he did not tolerate their sin and says the spirit of the lord this day the overturning of the tables in the temple, that's capitalized. The sacrifices and indulgences, that's capitalized, that were so being sold before the eyes of the Passover lamb, that is capitalized. The indulgences will stop, says the Lord of hosts, for they have indulged the sin, encouraged, cultivated in the name of love. That's all capitalized. Love and enabling are very different roads. And the enemy has released a spirit of enabling. For enabling has a vine that wraps in bondage and insulates, that's capitalized, the sin. It puts it in an incubator, that's capitalized, where it gets comfortable and grows. In this season, says the Lord, an event will occur for the trans migrating into such for the pride that's capitalized has migrated. And as Haman did such, has gotten the ear of leadership 
and an assault in the church that will occur under the umbrella of tolerance will be smeared in the open and assault that's capitalized of a certain nature will occur. And the chain link of those in such churches who have locked arms will be broken. There shall be a very public breakdown, says the Lord. Pray for my firstborn Israel. Pray for the Jewish people that their eyes would be opened more to their creator and the Passover lamb. Pray for the protection of the Jewish temples for a multi-city attack is being planned on such by a party being enticed with seducing indulgences and funds in order to cause a greater schism, says the Lord of hosts. Those claiming to do God's work while persecuting my people, that's capitalized, are under the influence of a spirit of Antichrist. For many have gone out over the course of time, says the Lord of hosts. A large scale attack in America and its brother Israel is being planned to occur in close proximity to the high holy days near the sound of the trump, says the Lord. Pray for such to be uncovered, for these connected attacks are meant to cause devastation and distraction from the sewage cover that is being ripped off so it may pour out before the people. The stench shall worsen of such heinous crimes and deals made with sons of sheiks, sons of the devil, sons of Egypt looking to offend Pharaoh, says the Lord. For some of the bricks, now this is capitalized and it's spelled B-R-I-C-S. Some of the bricks shall fall off, says the Lord. There shall be a breaking off of such as some realize the vendetta that lies underneath and will not partake in a shell to hide such corrupt dealings, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord, I am the way. I am the way. That's all capitalized, meaning the Lord. Not the other options and fables that have been presented before you as delicate dainties, for they are deceit. The nation is entering a U-turn. That's capitalized. As there must be a going back and rectifying the wrongs in the broken places. For the one anointed to lead your nation will proclaim a public act of returning to the Lord their God, Almighty God, Adonai, and proclaiming he, that's capitalized, is the way. There must be a proclamation, says the Lord, that will set the course for vindication for the indictments, accusations, this is all capitals, illegal migrations and school infiltrations that have occurred. So this person is going to proclaim that God is the way. Returning to almighty God is the way for this nation. That's what the Lord is saying here. The public proclamation before the assembly must be, that's capitalized, says the Lord in humility. And I, the Lord thy God, shall answer in a mighty way if, that's capitalized, such is done. I have set before you a choice. Choose this day whom you will serve. For I, the Lord thy God, am the righteous judge. My capital rulings can overturn earthly ones. And I, the Lord thy God, shall turn such indictments upon the mob of donkeys and elephants and those mutated creatures, the dragons, the camels. I shall turn the indictments upon them, which shall mortally wound the nations connected. For arrows have been sent forth, says the Lord, Arrows of justice, of judgment, of uncovering, of truth. Arrows of destruction to destroy the plans of the enemy. Arrows with a dual spear, says the Lord, shall hit in two places in multiple departments and nations. For thus says the Lord, the enemy has driven stakes into the soil of your nation in key capital areas that have the ability to be pivotal. That's capitalized in turning your nation. He has driven a deep stake into the soil and hardened the soil around such to prevent it from easily being pulled out. 
However, that's capitalized, says the Lord. There is an army of warring angels. Their assignment is on a scroll and they have and they shall assist those I have anointed in breaking up the soil, destroying the barrier and lifting those stakes out of the ground. These stakes are connected to high places that will suffer some of the biggest strikes and collapses in history in this season for the claim to such has weakened and it is in preparation to come down. Thus says the Lord in this season, those who touch what is sacred to God. Now, this is all capitalized, this paragraph. What is sacred to God shall be given their just portion for such blasphemy and defamation. I, the Lord, have warned. I have been merciful. However, they want to defecate on what is holy, on what is sacred. And their cup of iniquity shall be poured out in this season for the very founding soil of the nation. The soil of the establishment of Israel is sacred to God. And says the Lord of hosts, an Arab spring in Europe, says the Lord, it shall be revealed who is behind such and assisting in the stirring of the crowds for the physical fires burning in Canada, spiritually stretched and ignited a passion and fire and the people who want freedom from the bondage and unclean agenda of socialism, communism, anti-Semitism from the tax collectors, says the Lord, who have gorged themselves on draining the people of their wage. It shall stretch as winter approaches in those areas, for it shall reach Britain as well. Italy shall have an influential hand in what happens. New Zealand is set for major intense change and a discovery, says the Lord, that will shake its government and awaken the people for their sin of innocent blood and sorceries have come up before me. That's capitalized, says the Lord of hosts. Come unto me, that's capitalized, those who are heavy laden, and I, the Lord, will give you rest, that's capitalized. The process of learning to rest in me, that's capitalized, there shall be adjustments for such to occur. As you are about to enter a season of much change in your lives, adjustments, corrections, and setting things in order. New chapters shall open in chapters of your lives, those that were painful, tiring, Robbing of the fruits of the spirit. Those chapters are coming to a close, says the Lord, for you have persevered and been obedient even to your own emotional draining and pain. Many of you, my capital children, um, have continued to be obedient and run the race well, navigating difficult circumstances. Weeping may endure for a night. However, joy that's capitalized cometh in the morning. Joy, that's capitalized, that door, the key is unlocking such to incredible joy, that's capitalized, in your lives. That is my capital good pleasure to pour out onto my, that's capitalized, faithful children. And then he says favor as well. Many are being propelled to a higher level of such favor and position. And this is why such growing pains and assignments of the enemy have been so intense. What has bled will stop. That's capitalized, says the Lord, for I am the great physician and that affliction shall be healed and cease at my word. That's capitalized for I am Jehovah Rapha, your healer, strong tower and ever present. 
Come under my wings, that's capitalized, meaning the Lord. Let praise be at the forefront of your lips. And as the praises rise, great change will occur for your deliverer has arrived, says the Lord. I have come for your words. I, the Lord, came for Daniel's words, even though the prince of Persia withstood Gabriel. That delay was defeated and the answer readily came. I, the Lord, have come for your words and my love, that's capitalized, shall surround you as well as my capital protection and favor as you go forth into this incredible leg of your race. I love my capital children, and it is my capital, that's capitalized, good pleasure, to pour out onto them blessings that they cannot even contain. Running over, it shall run over, and no, that's capitalized, one shall be able to take or extort or rob you of what I have given. For I, the Lord thy God, have put forth a very intense dividing line, a plumb line, that's capitalized, that shall separate those who truly serve me from those who peddle what is of the flesh and the written deceptions and delusions of man. For you shall know, that's capitalized, what is of me, and who, that's capitalized, is of me, that's capitalized. And I, the Lord, am removing those around you who have refused that's capitalized, to come into line. For they became a snare. That spirit of greed has been sent in retreat. You will know them, that's capitalized, by their fruits and by what they speak. For the power and authority shall rest upon them as the mouth of the flesh and the mouth that speaks of the Lord shall be made clear, made known, and shall accomplish the purpose to further teach the people to discern. Now, this is all capitals here. I, the Lord, am raising a standard. I am raising it and you shall carry it well. And those who refuse or go their own way shall fade as the waiting in the shallow end must stop. The feeding of sour milk must stop as meat strengthens the body and nourishes the heart and the muscles. It produces a sound mind. The meat shall be fed by those who have grown and are willing to give it to the people to strengthen them for this historic and turbulent time. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the King of glory, who was and is and is to come. And to his kingdom, there is no end. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, amen and amen. Wow, amen. Big word there. There's some things I wanted to highlight. This nation of America took a very wrong turn from its foundation, and now the Lord is rerouting this nation to its destination. Because of the rerouting, it's taking a little longer we, we must listen to his navigation and his instructions because some of it won't make sense to the natural eye over the next year and a half. Seek the Lord in the spirit and you will understand what others don't for the Lord desires to pour out onto his people leading up to this November, leading up to the Jewish holidays. So interesting, great things happen around Jewish holidays. God has great things in store. Okay, this was very interesting. The trans that has migrated to the churches shall cause rants. That was interesting, the same letters in both of those words. You're going to hear more about the LGBTQ and the trans uh, movement that's happening right now. You're going to hear that a few times today from the prophets. And then the nation is entering a U-turn. Humility has to be shown. The anointed must proclaim that God is the only way, which I believe is President Trump, and God will answer in a mighty way. So I think we're going to see great things coming uh, for that. And then for you, 
um, are about to enter a season of much change in your life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Many are being propelled to a higher level of favor and position. This is why assignments of the enemy have been so intense. I can think of um, some people that I know personally that have gone through just immense um I would say just warfare, spiritual warfare over these last few months, especially in 2023. And I believe that God is going to propel you to the next level. And in that, he said, my love and protection shall surround you as you go into this incredible leg of your race. I love my children and it is my pleasure to pour out blessing. So huge word that just came out on July the 3rd from Amanda Grace. All right, let's talk about um, Lord of Hosts Church in Omaha, Nebraska with Hank Kuhneman on Sunday, July the 2nd. He released a very powerful prophetic word. In fact, there was... um, there was a whole training around it. I recommend going to the notes and listening to the full thing. I think it was like 40 minutes. I do recommend listening to the whole thing. It was very powerful. But I've taken part of this, uh, the clip of it, and this was a vision that he had several years ago with it ending with, and then the Lord God will say, who is on the Lord's side? Check this out. I want to talk about who is on the Lord's side. Hey. Hey. Come on, you're a sassy group of people. You can say it. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. I remember a few years ago, I had a vision, and I remember seeing this foot coming out of the heavens, and it came down, and it hit right over the United States of America very hard, and it went very harsh to the left and began to shake like everything in its path. And then it shifted over to the right, the, the foot of the Lord, And it began to shift it and shake it. And then I saw it settle right in the middle. And I heard the voice of God. And the voice that I heard was this. Who is on the Lord's side? Now here's what we have to understand. We're celebrating July 4th. It's the day of our independence. But really it's a return to not only our freedoms or our independence. But it's a call for a dependence upon God. And you say, well, what do you mean by, you know, who's on the Lord's side? Well, first of all, we are experiencing something that's been very much blatant thrown in our face. We're watching our culture trying to convince us to be woke. We just got done walking through what they call Pride Month. We're watching them redefine marriage, redefine what a male and a female is. We're watching racism, communism, socialism. We're watching division. And God is simply saying, who is on my side? Because let me tell you something. The things I just described to you, that is not what God is endorsing. And so we have to see that. And so something happened in Exodus 32. And we're going to come back to this. But look what Moses did it. At one point, God said, all right, enough is enough. And Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, who is on the Lord's side? In other words, there was a point where the nation and the people in the nation had to make a decision. Are you going to allow your kids to be sent off to secular school when there is pornography, perversion, pedophilia in your libraries and in their curriculums? If you do, you're not on the Lord's side. Are you going to be silent when they're parading naked men down the streets of our cities in front of four and five, six-year-old kids and you say nothing and it doesn't outrage you? 
You're not on the Lord's side if you shut up. If you think that it's okay to murder a child in the womb, you are not on the Lord's side. If you think that it's okay to vote for donkeys and rhinos, liberals who do not acknowledge your God, and they are working like hell to take your freedoms from you, And to get God very angry, which I'm going to show you, there's things that make him very angry. Who are in disguise, you are not on the Lord's side. Because God is not going for those things. I even believe if you don't even fly your flag of the United States of America, I question if you're on the Lord's side. Because God is working very hard. To wake up this country before it is too late. To wake up this country because you've heard. I've brought in some of the greatest scholars and men who can give you historical evidence and proof that there is another Reich that is trying to arise. That destroyed millions of innocent people, the Jewish people and others. Because the church was quiet and so was their preachers. Because they were not on the Lord's side. And so we are in a very important place right now in the United States. But before we get into this, I want you to understand a little bit of why you need to be on the Lord's side right now for your country. Let's talk a little bit about our country and, and, and how it stood as we get ready in just a couple days to have July 4th. 247 years ago, of this July 4th, a few great men adopted the Declaration of Independence. There was 56 men. In 1620, there was the Mayflower. And listen to what their compact, listen to what their decree, their declaration was. It says, in the name of God, amen. And they can show this. Having undertaken for the glory of God. So why were they coming for the glory of God? And four, they wrote this, for the advancement of the Christian faith. Don't ever say that those who came to this country were not establishing this great land upon our Christian principles. And they said, we are coming for the advancement of the Christian faith. And we do solemnly and mutually, watch this, in the presence of of God, covenant And combined ourselves together. This is the America that they founded. Now today they'll tell you Christopher Columbus was a bad guy. They'll try to tell you that this nation was not founded upon Christian principles. They'll try to subvert the truth, twist the truth, ignore the truth. And they'll do something that the scripture says is very dangerous. And that is to remove ancient landmarks of your forefathers. This is why I'm bringing it to you. Let's read some of our great men. George Washington, listen to his farewell address to the nation. He literally quoted this as he was saying goodbye, his farewell address. He said, do not, I want you to hear this, those of you that are watching, and your friends who tell you to keep religion out of politics or keep politics out of religion or the church. Don't go to that kind of church. Listen to what our founding forefather, the first president of the United States said. Don't let anyone claim tribute of American patriotism if they even attempt. 
attempt to remove religion from politics. And they were talking about your Christian faith. Listen to what Patrick Henry said. It cannot be emphasized too strongly or too often that this great nation was founded not by religionists. In other words, not just somebody escaping religion, but by Christians, not on religion, but here's why they found this nation. They had a purpose to be founded upon the gospel of Jesus Christ. Look at what John Adams says. And this is important for you to tell your friends. We have no government armed with power capable of contending with human passions unbridled by morality and religion. In other words, there has to be a moral, uh, uh, there has to be a moral standard. You see what people say to me, oh, well, just stay out of politics. Listen to me. The reason it's become a political issue is because perverts are trying to legislate. Anti-God anti-Christian people that we vote in are working very hard to try to legislate morality. The problem is if they don't have a moral conscience or standard that is according to the scriptures and they base it on lawlessness, they base it on their own interpretation of what they think is right and wrong. And so what we face today Because they become political, it's because there hasn't been a moral voice and moral standard that has been raised. But you think about traditional marriage. That's an issue of morals. Abortion is an issue of of morals. Changing your gender is an issue of morals. Right? Burning down someone's building is an issue of morals. Being racist is an issue of morals. But listen, what was John Adams' beef? He said, our constitution was made for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. Now, look at what President Thomas Jefferson said, because people always say, well, the separation of church and state is to keep the state from coming in and dictating. Okay, that's what the that's what uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. He was a very corrupt dude. Terrible. And he wanted to silence the church because he knew that if he could take advantage of the black race to start and help through Planned Parenthood, which was really to exterminate the black race, do your research. Let's just put in there that a preacher can't say anything political. Why? So you can control the people. And push your agenda. Look at what Thomas Jefferson said. He laid it out there. This was in his Danbury, uh, to the Danbury Baptist, uh, his address to the Danbury Baptist. He said, the First Amendment has created a wall of separation between church and state. But that wall, that wall is one directional. It keeps the government from running the church. And it makes sure that Christian principles will always stay in government. Take that and choke. But I want to give you hope today. Look at what David said in Psalm 27, verse 13. He said these words. He said, I would have given up. I would have fainted unless I had believed. 
to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That's what this 4th of July is about. We're going to see the land, this land. We're seeing America be saved, but God knows it requires you. You're saying, but pastor, it's so evil. Can I tell you something that they want you to believe? They want you really to believe that our country is as divided as it is. They want you to believe when they were parading themselves out, acting like who knows what, and taking little kids to drag shows and blah, blah, blah. They want you to think that that is the acceptance and the mindset of most Americans. No, it's it's about 1% that are pushing their agenda. It's going to require you to be like in Judges 5. You've got to stand up like Deborah and say, you know what, I might just be a mother. I might just be a grandma, but I'm going to stand up. Well, Whew, so important. There are so many things in there uh, that he talked about that you're going to hear again and again. You're going to hear it from Robin Bullock. You're going to also hear it from Tim Sheets. And a lot has to do with us using our voice, but also about the children. God is talking about the children right now. It's like it's come to an end. He's like, I have no more. No more. And if you're not using your voice, if you're not standing up, if you're not speaking out, then you're not for him. And we have to use our voices right now. It's so important. I'm going to go to Robin Bullock on July the 2nd, 2023, Church International. You're going to see a couple of things. You're going to see Prophet Robin Bullock as well as Pastor Robin Bullock. There are some very significant words here that I think we all need to hear. Check this out. I hear a song in the day. I hear a song. I hear a song. I hear a prayer that a general prayed. Oh Lord, I'm here alone. How shall I win such a thing that is set before me? How will I do it, Lord? I have not the full skill. I do not have the expertise. But, oh, Lord, I will lean on Thee. As He knelt down on His knees, Bless this place. Show me how to lead. Show me what to do. I will, says the Lord. And this is what he says to you. That wind of freedom that blew on Washington so long ago is still blowing on you today. And the Lord sent this conversation so that you could know you are not alone and I have not forgotten my my own so stand and be bold be hopeful be happy for I am not done I am not through I will still even at 70 years old I will use you 
Hallelujah. For the fight has always been for the children. The fight has always been for the children. I hear the Lord say, are they not enough anymore? Are they not enough to stand up and to fight an evil regime that is trying to come into this land and take over? Are they not enough anymore? I say they are enough. They're more than enough. The Word had something to say about that. It said if you offend one of these little ones, it's better for you that a millstone be tied around your neck and cast into the sea, which means you're not coming back. You're not coming back. Is it not enough to stand up and fight anymore and put your selfishness aside? Is it not enough to stand in the face of all adversity and all of hell and tell, oh, Mr. Biden and Miss Harris, we will not participate in your agenda of your LGBTQ toolkits to give our children as they enter into school. For you have set yourselves up as keeper of our children. But I beg to differ. You are the government and you are to stay out of our children's lives. You are not fit to talk and care for our children. That's right. You are trying. Bring it down just a little bit. Keep it going. When you patronize and you let people come in to our school system you are trying to turn our school system into an animal shelter when you let litter boxes be put in the bathrooms of our children because they're so confused and identify as a cat or a dog we do not know and this is happening this is happening in a school they put a litter box in a in a girl's bathroom because she identified as a cat i'm going to tell you something right now is this not enough to infuriate or to kindle righteous anger and rise up in the church outside of the church our children are not animals they are made in the image and the likeness of god do we take them to school or do we take them to a veterinarian do we take them to a pet uh pet code Animals are the lower position. Animals were sacrifices. There was a school in another state, Oklahoma, that the girl thought she was a cat, furry. It's a, and this kid come into the school, Christian kid come into the school, and she leaped on him like a cat and attacked him. But you can't take a cat to court. And they let it go. Now this is where we've got to. This don't compute to us. 
But this is happening. And if we don't take a stand now, you won't be able to stand. But the enemy's trying to get everybody bickering among themselves. Bickering, pointing fingers, this one and that one. And they're bickering to the point where the church can't stand together. And they don't have each other's backs. And so anything is going. And things are being tolerated. And they're letting it in. And compromise is more and more happening. What you compromise to keep, you will lose. I am a pastor that I felt like today that when the Spirit of God came on me over there and I looked at those children and I know our, our, our blood runs, runs real patriotic when we start singing those songs and we start ministering, but we went somewhere in the Spirit and it was time and the Lord said, go out and speak and say, is it not enough? Are they not enough? Is your future? Because when you're gone, you're gone and your say-so's over with. Your voice is over with and the only voice that you carried, uh, got to carry on is what you put in your the next generation. Are they not enough? They are enough. This ministry says they are enough. They are enough. They are more than enough. They are more than enough. They are more than enough. I want it to be said years from now. I want it to be said that my great-grandchildren, my great-great-grandchildren, I want them to say I had grandparents that they stood in the midst of hell and they stood when it looked like a science fiction movie. They made a way for us to know about. I said the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. The other morning, I want to read this to you. And uh, this was June 30th, 2023, just before or about daylight. The Lord began to talk to me about these things. I want you to listen to what he said. This is a prophecy that he gave me. He said to tell it. For there's a new day dawning. A day in which the sons of God will manifest themselves to the world. A day in which the power of God will not be hidden or covered. A day in which the sons of God will manifest themselves to the creation. A day is coming. Mark it down. To the world, a looking to an AI. The one world order is pushing for they seek to cover it and hide it. For the new AI will start pushing it as they seek to occupy a place that is not theirs. The whole of creation is groaning together, wanting the sons of God to be revealed to it. The mantle of prophets? Yes, says the Lord, and I will manifest those too. Freedom Cannot be pampered, neither will it pamper others. Living in a world 
Listen to all of this. Remember, this is early in the mornings. Living in the world full of autonomies to anomalies. There must be a prophetic lunge toward the truth before a lie can replace a prophet in the church. A lie called AI. It seeks to replace the prophet in the church. And those who bash the prophets will surely let it. Resistance from it is not me, the Lord said. What's withholding it, it is you. And he says, AI, mark it down, will become the voice of the prophet to the church. And if it is possible, deceive the very elect. In that day, they will listen to this man make made deceiving prophetic voice. For this is what chips and neural implants will accomplish. Those who take a chip will hear the voice of the false prophet writing and announcing his prophecies through the AI programs. Beware. I send prophets, says the Lord. The enemy sends AI. Men and women are so taken by AI. Why? Because they will be able to write their own prophecies with it. It's this approach. Mark it down and beware. The autonomizes and the autonomizers are in this. An anomaly challenged in the earth, AIs and its prophets. The truth you know that makes you free. Prophets, says the Lord, rush the AI's algorithm and go beyond it into my world. A world they will never catch for it moves at an impossible realm for them. The Lord said, AI... Artificial intelligence? Nay. But AI, atrocity in disguise. AI, autonomics, indecent. AI's artificial intrusion to every part of your life. Willingly embraced, it has free reign. The brutality that will come on the world, fear, Sickness, hatred for humans will be unbearable. People will never think he would go that far, but he will. So you see what is going to happen, and the people will work with it. The paperclip on the old computer was to get people used to working with AI. Beware. Shalom. For the Lord said these things. In the prophecy, freedom cannot be pampered, neither will it pamper others. Call out to me, says the Lord. Call out to me and I will answer you. You have forgotten that I'm the one who built your denominations. On a revelation I gave you. Go to the revelation 
Walk in that supernatural revelation. And I will show you the next. And I will use you in these times to be a buffer and a counter against such evil things. For you fight in the spirit. And you speak in the spirit. And I will show you physical things to do. But I will show you how to proclaim into the wind. And the wind will change it all. For great ships are turned by the wind. And great ships are turned by a small rudder like the tongue in your mouth. So begin to declare, proclaim, get your tongue off of each other. And begin to speak against real evil that's moving into the planet. For I am raising up men and women in these last days. And if you do not do it, says the Lord, I will raise up children that will speak. I will raise up children that will sing. And I will give children supernatural ability to play in. Instruments like they have studied 20 years at that. And I'm going to have my church and I want you a part of it, says the Lord. So wake up, wake up, wake up. Freedom can't be pampered, neither does it pamper others. So stand up and put on your big board drawers and stand up and begin to proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord and God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is the only God, the only God. Shout it out loud. Hallelujah. 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 Okay, there's so much there. It, okay, this summer, we actually went to the Sight and Sound Theater in Branson, Missouri, where they were doing Esther. And the story of Esther, it just reminded me so much of where we are today. Everything that you were hearing right there at the end from uh, Prophet Robin has to do with Esther. And that is exactly what the next person, the next prophetic voice I want to share today is talking about. It's where we are right now with Esther. And it's Tim Sheets from Oasis Church on July the 2nd, 2023. He had a very powerful message about where we are. Check this out. God brings forth people for certain occasions. He brings forth people for certain times. They, they are born to change times. They were born with, with a destiny and purpose of, a, of the Father they were born to change history. Queen Esther faced a decision that I believe the people of God face today. Would she work? Would she work for the reformation of a nation? Or would she keep quiet? Would she help reset things? Would she intercede? Would she get involved in the political debate of her times, the, the defining moment of her times, the enslaving of the Jews, the murder of some of the Jews, the confiscating of their property through forced socialism and class warfare, the entitlement of the Persians to the wealth of hardworking Jewish people. Yes, wealth transfer was what it was about. That legislation had passed. It was the law of the land. How would she respond? Would she get involved? 
Would she say something or say nothing? Would she go to the king and expose the evil agenda of political opportunists led by Haman, a puppet of Baal? Thankfully, we know she did not shrink back from the overwhelming odds and she got involved. And Esther, along with her uncle Mordecai, eventually rewrote the laws of the nation, reversing the evil law, reversing the evil decree against God's people, and they reset a nation. It's why she was born. It was part of her destiny. There are millions of Christians living in the world today. And Queen Esther's question is now our question. That's why I bring it up today. Something's happening that is ordained by Almighty God, and it's requiring us an answer. Queen Esther's question is now our question. Why are we here? You could have been born in any other time of history. Why now? Why, why here? Obviously, God wanted you here now because Acts, 7, Acts 17, 26 says, He ordains your time and your place. Not an accident. Your time has been ordained. You have been ordained for now. And one of those reasons, I believe, is so you could stand for reformation in a nation as... Esther did. You were, you were born for now, and you were not born to be silent, nor was I. I was not born to be silent. I was not born to do nothing. You were born now to be one of the ones who in some ways helps reset a broken nation. This church went through hell for years for this occasion to reset this nation and make it the light of the world again. Through your prayers, through your voice, through your service, possibly even service in the political realm or, or serving those who are called to it. All can be a light in some way, supporting the call of Christ. And now, Esther's question is being asked by Almighty God to us, especially in these three months. We've got to settle the issue. You are here to work promoting laws that free rather than burden people. You are here to make a stand for God in his ways. You are here to speak up for innocent children. We are here to be one of the ones Christ that are one of Christ's watchmen. Watchmen that are on the walls like Ezekiel. Praying, obeying and warning of judgment if God's mocked. There is no doubt God has placed us here for such a time as this. Our being alive now is proof of that. And we must be active. 
We must become very vocal reformers. Thankfully, we are not in revolution, at least not yet, but we are in great great need of reformation, of reset. It will not happen without bulldog commitment. God still presides over the destinies of a nation, but he needs a people who are not vacillating in confusion like the rest of the world. He needs a people who will be strong, strong in the Lord and the power of his mind. And after 44 years, I call on you for this occasion. You be strong, very strong. Thousands and thousands of you that watch every week, tens of thousands, be strong. Now's your time. Strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Strong in your commitment to his word. Strong in voice to reform a nation. Strong in their determination to turn America back to its foundations. A people committed to not tolerate the regression of the culture. And we'll do something about it. A people who will stand with Christ the King and reset this nation. A people who say yes to whatever God needs to shake. Shake it. We won't be shook. We will stand and we will reset a nation because your word said it will lead to the reset and the change of America's history. We will not relent until we see it. Amen. 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 We're going to pray for the nation now and singers, you can start making your way, but we're going to pray with the American anthem that Rachel wrote. And I've used all over the, I've shared this song at the end of so many messages And I have here, but if we were ever going to pray for our nation, I would think this 4th of July, we should. And I'm asking you to not just let this be the final occasion. I'm going to let, I'm asking that you would allow the principles of this song that are decrees to a song for this nation. I'm asking you especially And those of you that are watching online, and you could replay it if you want to, as many times as you want to. But I'm asking you, especially these next two months, to pray for this nation. Pray like you never have before. Bind evil. Make your decrees. Uh, Accept the assignment you were in some ways born for. Let's as a congregation accept the assignment we were born for. I promise you this. I will embrace the assignment I was born for. I'm committing everything I've got to see this nation's history change. And I'm not doing it because of any feeling of hopelessness. I am doing it confident. My God's going to do exactly what he said. I'm doing it confident. The puppets are no longer going to dance to Baal. I am confident.
of what God says. But we cannot be hearers only. We must embrace the challenge. So I'm asking you to do that. Mark it down however you need. But in the morning or afternoon or whenever, may tomorrow God hear your voice. May on the 4th of July, may God hear your voice. If you have to play this song, play it. It's free. Pray it, pray it, pray it, pray it, pray it, pray it, pray it. Let your voice rise. Get bold about it. We've got a job to do. And it's not an effort of futility. It's an assignment that the king is going to rise and help us win. Hallelujah. So stay. Undivided under God From the rolling hills where children play To the sunny streets of East L.A. Heal this nation, O God, we pray
shine your light. We were born for such a time. Revive our hearts, your glory fall. Hear our cry, forgive our sins. We humble ourselves once again. a powerful song. It gets me every time. Um, So one of the things I want to highlight from Tim Sheets, he said, there are millions of Christians living in the earth today. Queen Esther's question is now our question. Why are we here? He ordained our time and place. We need to stand for reformation of a nation, just like Esther. You were born not to be silent. Man, it's just, that's just huge. And then Pastor Robin said, what you compromise you, to keep, you will lose. We cannot be silent. And then finally, uh, Robin Bullock um, said, we are withholding what they are trying to bring in. We are the resistance. We have to use our voice during this time. And as I was uh, watching that, it really made me think of uh, The Sound of Freedom that is out right now. We interviewed Tim Ballard. If you go to the flyoverapp.com, um, you're going to find the show there. Um, and 
It's Tim Ballard's Sound of Freedom under full interviews. And in there, he talks about what ended up happening with the sex trafficking, what's happening to our children. And this movie is now out. If you go to angel.com forward slash flyover, you can get your tickets there. And their goal is to have um, the first week that the movie came out. So it came out on the third. uh, And so we have five days left is to have two million people attend the movie uh, because there's two million children in sex trafficking alone. That is so sad. It's a movie that we actually saw a couple of years ago, and we've been waiting for it to come out. Um, and so it's out in theaters now. It came out this week. Um, it's called The Sound of Freedom. If you go to angel.com forward slash flyover to get your tickets, that's a way that they can track to see if they're getting $2 million. Right now, it's at $1.3. We bought our tickets yesterday, and it was at $1.2. In fact, um, Avery was going on to buy our tickets, and uh, she was going to Fandango. I said, no, don't go to Fandango. You have to go to angel.com forward slash flyover so they can track uh, how many for the 2 million uh, to make sure that that actually is accomplished. And so we see those numbers, as you can see on the screen, those numbers keep going up. They keep going up with a goal of 2 million by the end of the week. So go there. You, This is a movie you are going to want to see. This is all about uh, what's happening to our children and how we can protect it by using our own voice. Also, when you go to that uh, site, you can also donate uh, to other people to go to see the movie. If they can't afford it, you can pay it forward and actually donate for them to attend the movie as well. All on the site, angel.com forward slash flyover. All right, so this is something else that ties in. I love how God does this. Um, If you go to thepropheticreport.com, we've updated the site this week. Before, it just had the prophetic words on it. Now it has all of um, the prophetic reports. You can see all of the videos there, but you can also see new words that have come out. So when you scroll down to the bottom, you can watch it live on there, but when you scroll down to the bottom, you're going to see the written prophetic words. When you click on that, you can see the word from this week. And this is Diana Larkin from July the 4th, uh, 2023, a Watchman's Journal, and it's called A Sound, The Sounds of Freedom. So the sounds of freedom are growing louder in your nation as more and more voices begin to cry out for freedom. They will overpower the lying, controlling voices of evil. Darkness always seeks to control you through deception and fear. Guard your heart by abiding in me, believing in my promises and trusting my faithfulness. This will free your heart and set your voice to proclaim the sounds of freedom. Declare freedom into the atmosphere. Speak of freedom to one another. Proclaim that my plans for your life and your nation are freedom, except nothing less than my full freedom. Seek freedom first for your own heart so that your sounds of freedom will be pure and powerful. It has for freedom... It was for freedom that my son died for you. His death and resurrection are the basis of your freedom. Embrace it in its fullness. When you are free, your life is singing the sounds of freedom. A desire for freedom is in the hearts of all people. So when they hear your life's sounds of freedom, they will be drawn to my light and the freedom it brings. Many lives living and proclaiming the sounds of freedom will crack open the darkness, expose its control, and bring down its deception. Let the sounds of freedom flow.
Hallelujah. That's what we are called to do right now. We are partnering with God. We are the resistance. We are what's holding back what the enemy is trying to do right now. So where do we go from here? First of all, pray. Pray in the Spirit. That was another thing that Diana Larkin had that came out today, the sound of freedom, but also speaking with the fire of God through um, our words and through speaking in tongues. So that is an important part. Next thing is worship and celebrate. We are called to worship the Lord and celebrate. They are celebrating in heaven right now because they know what the outcome is. We are worshiping and celebrating because we are having, by faith, knowing what the outcome is going to be. And then finally, declaring and decreeing what we do want. And Robin Bullock gave us um, instruction in 2022 to declare and decree Psalm 35 over our country and Psalm 91 over our family. And so that is what we are doing as a flyover family. We are standing in the gap and declaring and decreeing what we do want. Let's start with Psalm 35. O Lord, fight for me. Harass the hecklers. Accuse my accusers. Fight those who fight against me. Put on your armor, Lord. Take up your shield and protect me. Rise up, mighty God. Grab your weapons of war and block the way of the wicked who come to fight me. Stand for me when they stand against me. Speak over my soul, I am your strong Savior. Humiliate those who seek my harm, defeat them all. Frustrate their plans to defeat me and drive them back. Disgrace them all as they have devised their plans to disgrace me. Blow them away like dust in the wind with the angel of Almighty God driving them back. Make the road in front of them nothing but slippery darkness with the angel of Yahweh behind them chasing them away. For though I did nothing wrong to them, they set a trap for me, wanting me to fail and fall. Surprise them with your ambush, Lord, and catch them into the very trap they set for me. Let them be the ones to fail and fall into destruction. Then my fears will dissolve into limitless joy. My whole being will overflow with gladness because of your mighty deliverance. Everything inside of me will shout it out. There no, there's no one like you, Lord, for look at how you protect the weak and helpless from the strong and heartless who oppress them. They are malicious men, hostile witnesses of wrong. They rise up against me, accusers appearing out of nowhere. When I show them mercy, they bring me misery. I'm forsaken and forlorn like a motherless child. I even prayed over them when they were sick. I was burdened and bowed low with fasting and interceded for their healing, and I didn't stop praying. I grieved for them, heavy-hearted, as though they were my dearest family members or my good friends who were sick, nearing death, needing prayer. But when I was the one who tripped up and stumbled, they came together to slander me, rejoicing in my time of trouble, tearing me to shreds with their lies and betrayal. These nameless ruffians mocking me like, with, like godless fools at a feast. How they delight in throwing mud on my name. God, how long can you just stand there doing nothing? Now is the time to act. Rescue me from these brutal men, for I am being torn to shreds by these beasts who are out to get me. Save me from their rage, their cruel grasp. Then I will praise you wherever I go. And when everyone gathers for worship, I will lift up your praise with a shout in front of the largest crowd I can find. 
Don't let those who fight me for no reason be victorious. Don't let them succeed, these heartless haters who come against me with their gloating sneers. They are the ones who would never seek peace as friends, for they are ever devising deceit against the innocent ones who mind their own business. Their open mouth, with, they open their mouths with ugly grins, gloating with glee over my every fault. Look, they say, we caught him red-handed. We saw him fall with our own eyes. Yahweh, my caring God, you have been there all along. You have seen their hypocrisy. Yahweh, don't let them get away with this. Don't walk away with doing, without doing something. Now is the time to awake. Rise up, Lord. Vindicate me, my Lord and my God. You have every right to judge me, Lord, according to your righteousness, but don't let them rejoice over me when I stumble. Let them all be ashamed of themselves, humiliated when they rejoice over my every blunder. Shame them, Lord, when they say we saw what he did. Now we have him right where we want him. Let's get him while he's down. Make them look ridiculous when they exalt themselves over me. May they have all be disgraced and dishonored. But let all my true friends shout for joy. All those who know and love what I do for you. Let them all say the Lord is great and he delights in the prosperity of his servant. Then I won't be able to hold it in. Everyone will hear my joyous praises all day long. Your righteousness will be the theme of my glory song of praise. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for every person that's listening right now. Thank you for their lives. Thank you that we are alive right now for such a time as this. Thank you, God, that we were chosen to be alive right now. Let us be a voice in today. Let us bring your plumb line to everything, God, and let us be courageous and bold. Let us be like Joshua, like you told him to be be bold and courageous. Let us be those people. God, give us favor in this time. Lord, let us be vessels as this transference of wealth comes, that the money flows through without a kink in the hose. God, that we are bringing your kingdom to earth. Let us understand what prosperity looks like in its abundance and its overflow. Let there be um, no greed within us, God, but God, let it just be flowing through us to bring whatever you have to the earth during this time. God, we say yes and amen to your plans. God, let us see your glory fall and receive the healing in our bodies from the head, top of our head to the bottom of our toes. Our bodies come into alignment. Let us live long lives, bringing your kingdom to earth. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Now let's do Psalm 91 over our families. It's a powerful scripture. When you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden of the strength of God most high. He's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy, and he will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing, whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. Even in a time of disaster, with thousands of thousands being killed, you will remain unscathed and unharmed. 
You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you loved me, delighted in me, and have been loyal to my name, I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for help every time you cry, and I will feel and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. Hallelujah. Now's the time to blow our shofars together. They use the shofar in the Bible for many things, but the one I really want to refer to is when they went around the walls of Jericho and they blew their shofars and they yelled and the walls came tumbling down. And I believe as we are blowing our shofars prophetically, those walls are coming down and the angels are shredding the platform of the enemy. And we're going to use those as as ramps to come and take over what God has for us during this time. And so if you'll grab your shofar and the count of three, we'll blow them together and we'll yell and believe those walls are coming down. On the count of three, one, two, three. Woo! Go host, make toast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I bless you. I bless you to realize you were born for such a time as this. I bless you to realize your future is brighter than your past, and I bless you to wake up Speak up and show up. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you back here next week. The most bizarre passage for me personally in the Bible that I ever read says the Nephilim were on the earth in those days. Giants were on the earth in these days? That is a theological storyline that goes throughout the whole Bible. Modern Western minds and eyes are not understanding the ancient Near Eastern context of the Bible. There's no giants in this Gospels, right? Well, actually, yeah, there are. There were five other giants who were also hunting David. We don't fight against flesh and blood, but against heavenly powers, spiritual principalities. The Bible says a lot about giants. you've enjoyed this episode of the flyover conservatives podcast with david and stacy whited please subscribe hit the notification bell and leave us a comment below lastly if you enjoyed today's podcast share with those who came to mind be blessed and make it a great day